Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplet, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so blessed to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And we don't take this lightly, but we know God is in the midst. When he said, two or three are gathered together in my name, then I shall be in the midst. And we know that God is alive and well today when we look at this beautiful day and we see the favor and the goodness of God on our side. There is a word for us to help us along the way, to encourage us, to lift us up. So many people say they haven't heard from God or God has not spoken to them. God is speaking to us every day. If we only would listen to what he's saying. And in order to hear from God, you got to know how God speaks to us. And it's all right there in the word. The Bible tells us that God will speak to us and he hears our cry. He know his sheep voice and his sheep know his voice. When God speaks to us, it reminds me of a story of a priest who had 300 kids in his orphanage. And the story goes that uh, one morning he woke up and he had nothing in the kitchen to feed these 300 hungry children. And he began to pray. And he began to pray fervently and sincerely unto the Lord. And all of a sudden he heard a knock at the door. And at that door was a man who had been up all night cooking bread. He owned the bakery in the, the city where this orphanage was located. And he knocked on the door and said, I have three pallets of extra bread that I cooked just last night that I could not sleep. So I got up at midnight and began to prepare for the day's selling and I made so much because I was up all night that I just want to give it over to you. The man began to cry and he uh, began to just thank God. After the baker left, about 15 minutes later, one of the farmers in the city came to the door, knocked on the door of the orphanage and the story goes that when the guy opened the door, the farmer said, Mr. I, I have too much milk that we have gathered this morning. We got up early and we had extra workers come in. And this is what we gathered here today. There's too much that I just cannot have enough room to contain it, to save it for the future. I would like to give it to you. By the time it was over, the man's prayers had been answered. If you only just believe. Might not come the way you want it, but God is moving on your behalf. If you just truly prepare and pray. And sometimes we just have to pray in the spirit. Pray in unknown tongues and we ought to take at least five to ten minutes a day just starting off and 
just praying from the Spirit and let the Holy Spirit move your mouth and begin to pray in tongues and just begin to pray in the Spirit and to speak in tongues when a spirit man can speak to God freely. Start off with five minutes a day, then move to 10 and 15. But just look how your life will be blessed when you begin to pray in the spirit and and within two or three months, your total life will be changed and your closeness to Jesus and the way he speaks to us will be more prevalent than ever. But in the Bible, it tells us in Hebrews, the 12th chapter, how God speaks to his people. Oh, and that, that, that Hebrews, the 12th chapter, starting in the 25th verse, it says that God speaks to his word. That's the first thing. If you want to know what God is speaking to you and what he's saying, if you want to know God's will for your life, if you're looking for direction, young people, get in God's word. Start off young where you can make the right decisions and have a better life ahead of you than making your own decisions. Look into God's word for what he's speaking to you and saying. In Hebrews, the 12th chapter, the first way he speaks is by his word. Then the 25th verse says, See that you refuse not him that speaketh, for if they escape not who refuse him, that spake on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth, but now have promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also the heavens. So God speaks by shaking the earth. Hmm. Sometimes we get off force, off of course, and um, we begin to put the physical in front of the spiritual. And every time we get more concerned with the physical things that we see every day, with the physical things in our lives, with our own self-pride, our own hatred, our own desire, God will shake something up and put our mind back on him. Or sometimes we have racial tension in our community and in our world. But I just think back about some of the racial tension. God will send something after the problem and shake the world up. And then brothers and sisters, black, white, and all different creeds will come together and pray. All it would take is a hurricane to come. And we forget about color, we forget about station in class, we all hold hands and sing kumbaya and start praying. God sometimes uses the heavens, according to Job the 37th chapter. He'll send a storm in our world to shake us up. We give the devil too much credit, but the Bible says that God is doing the shaking to get what he wants out of us when we get too far off course or get too far into the physical and forget all about the spiritual. When God spoke in the times of Moses on Mount Sinai, the Bible says that the ground shook. And that's the same way he does it today. 
Sometimes we have storms in this in this world. Sometimes we have floods in our lives, in our community. Sometimes we have pandemics that come along when things are not going right and God is not pleased. And the Bible says he causes them to happen in order to get our minds back on the spiritual and away from the physical. For see, we walk not by flesh and bones, by what we can see, but we walk in faith, looking in the spiritual and living in the spirit. When we get our mind too far caught on the worldly possessions, we get too far caught on money, too far gone on pride, too far gone on jealousy, God will begin to shake things up to humble us. And in Hebrews 12th chapter, it says in verse 27, and this word, yes, one more, signified the removing of those things that are shaken as those things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken remain. So after God shakes the the system up and shakes things up. The only thing left will be that of the spirit. Uh, we think our houses are built on solid foundation. We think our cities are remain steadfast. We think our states and our governments and our our land and all these things in this world is solid. But all it takes is a storm from the heavens or pandemic or anything like that to come along and the only thing we have left is our prayer our faith our scriptures our hope and our joy and God's grace and mercy so God will take things that you think are there to remain and remove them out of your life might have money one day but a sickness may come along you lose all your money a loss of job, a loss of possession. But some things will always remain, and that's the spiritual. Your knowledge and relationship with God, your prayer life, the scriptures, your hope in Him, and grace and mercy. Though this world may fold up and roll up like a scroll, you still have joy. And in verse number 28, it says, Wherefore we receive in a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. So the kingdom of God cannot be shaken. Though things that we see will come, go, and fall down, and every nation will go away. But things that we cannot see cannot be what? Shaken. So let us have grace. Grace in God. Favor in Him. And serve Him happily, acceptably, and with reverence and a godly fear, knowing that God is able to do all of these things. For God is a what? A consuming fire. Or the Bible tells us, in our scriptures in Amos, the fourth chapter, it tells us that sometime God will send rain in one city and keep the rain from the other. Just so we can humble ourselves to come together and share what we have 
in Amos the fourth chapter, six to the eight verse. It says, And also I have withheld the rain from you, when there were yet three months of to harvest, and I caused it to rain upon one city, and caused it not to rain upon another city. One piece was rained upon, and the piece whereupon it rained not withered. So two or three cities wandered into one city to drink water, in that verse number eight, but they were not satisfied, yet have ye not returned to me, said the Lord. So God says, sometimes I water over here, and I've not water over here, if I can get y'all to come together. Or Job, the 37th chapter, tells us that out of the south cometh the whirlwind, and cold out of the north. By the breath of God, frost is given, and the breath of the waters is straightened. I also by water he withered, and it turned round about to his counsel, that they may do whatsoever he commanded. So God controls the wind, he controls the storms, he controls everything. So give God the glory. That's how God speaks. And if he's able to do that in this world, imagine what he can do answering your cry. He'll answer your prayer and speak to you. If he'll shake the heavens to show the world that he's speaking, send things into our lives to make us work together and get over our jealous hatred for each other and become one as people of God and fellowship serving him, sky's the limit what he can do for your life. Don't be surprised when he sends the baker with bread from all night long. Don't be surprised when he sends the uh, farmer with milk to supply for your needs. I'm going to say a prayer right now. If you believe by faith, I want you to say this prayer along with me. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus is your son. I repent of my sins. Forgive me for my wrongdoing. Lord, let me be part of the holy family of God. Wash me, cleanse me, created me a clean heart. I believe that Jesus gave the Lord's Supper and died on the cross for my sins the next day. But early that Sunday morning, after being in the grave three days, he got up with all power in his hand. Let me be part of the holy family of God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 We love you at Neely. We're praying for you. Remember, keep a smile on your face, for that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. God is speaking. Be blessed.